Alright guys, I'm in a bit of a crunch to get this episode out, so with that being said, I'm not going to be able to re-record, so I'm just going to tell y'all I was wrong, I was wrong, I was wrong in what I am about to say or what you're about to hear about what I said about the uh, guards for the Miami Heat, Um, at least statistically, well I mean maybe it's changed, but I remember early in the year the guards were pretty bad um, and midway through the year, but I guess they figured it out. Or maybe that's just the impact that uh, Tyler Hero has on the Miami Heat. I mean, he's not much of a defender, but he definitely gets his money scoring. So maybe that's where I got that perception from. I mean, like I said, I played DraftKings and I see uh, I I would see pretty low numbers most of the time whenever team guards were going against Miami. But uh, I guess they've since figured it out or uh, I'm just a dumbass. So, yeah, um, you'll this will make sense as the episode goes. But. Yeah. Anyway, here's the episode. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Still Going By, I guess, Politically Incorrect. I, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, guys. We're going to have a serious rebrand once I ever am able to come up with a new name because apparently that responsibility is mine and mine alone. And people are going to be mad when I say it's my podcast. But, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, I got a couple of things I want to talk about. I'm recording this later than normal. Sorry there was no episode on Tuesday. I've been stressed. I've been going through a lot. Um, I, God damn. I'm trying to do a lot of things and I got a lot of things done and things are moving in a positive direction, but it's just frustrating going through the steps. It's very frustrating going to the steps to be where you want to be. But see, this is honestly, honestly, whoever the fuck invented the microwave they, they are up there, in my opinion, they are up there with Hitler as one of the most evil people to have ever walk the face of the planet. It sounded like a great idea at the time. It sounded like a great idea. Like, hey, here's your, th- here's your appliance. Put your food in there. In there for 30, 30, 40, 50 seconds, a minute, whatever. Or you can cook whole fucking meals in there these days. But it, the net positive from microwaves, I don't think there is one. I don't, I don't think there is one. The, the net, the net negative. Yeah, no, I said it wrong. The net negative is exponentially worse than anything good that has ever come out of a microwave. And I love, I used to love Hot Pockets. I mean, they were cool, but like, obviously it's just unhealthy for, you know, the whole radiation and like the actual process of it. But what it's done to us mentally, we live in this fucking instant gratification era. And I attribute all of this to the fucking invention of the microwave, because now it made something very important to all of us eating very, very, very easy. Because people don't want to spend time cooking, learning how to cook all the recipes and shit and like going out to eat all the time that would add up. So boom, solve all your problems. Microwave. You know, you can probably add the toaster to this as well. And toaster oven. And the air fryer. But there were all of these inventions. I don't know which one came first. Chicken or egg. I don't fucking know which one came first. As far as the rest of this podcast is concerned, we're going to blame this shit on the microwave. But if something, it was another thing that did it, then cool. Because, like, I don't, you can't even say ovens did the same thing. Because, like, ovens, you still got to wait, like, 25, 30, and you got to wait for the bitch to heat up. And, like, it's, it's not the same. But being able to get whatever you want too quickly... It has made us not appreciate the journey. It's made us not even want to take the journey. We just, why don't we have this? Why aren't we there? Why, why isn't it done? I'm in the NBA, so I should be Kobe. What do you mean I have to put in 10 hours a day? It's, it, it's upsetting. It's very fucking upsetting. 
but I, I've just, I've been stressing, which is why I wasn't able to get the episode out the other day. Me and Jeff did record uh episode and I'm not sure in what order I'm going to release these, but uh, hey, you're still going to get two episodes for the week. Y'all still, hey, I, we got them. We got y'all. We got y'all. We doing something. We consistent. We building. <laughs> like I was saying, the fucking journey. <sighs> oh, I got a couple of topics I want to talk about, uh, but first, uh, I guess the topic of the day is uh, Zion's, uh, Zion apparently is, uh, he fucked uh, Mariah Mills, allegedly. Now, I don't believe it, and if I was Zion, if I, like, this is why, this is why, like, around in these rooms, like, the, the, mostly, more than likely, white men that are, like, you know, handling Zion, like, you need a nigga in there. Not a black person, not an Obama ass nigga. You need a nigga in there, because like, hey, Zion, like, I, I, his stock would have been high right now if I was in charge of his shit. I'm just like, bro, all that nigga Zion had to do was say she lying. If you know, you know. That's all he gotta say. That's all he gotta say. The internet would have did the rest. <laughs> and she got a long like, the internet would have did the rest. She lying. If you know, you know. He could, if he really wanted to troll, she lying. If you know, you know. I love black women. Or I love black women, though. You know, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? But, man, internet would have hit the risk. Instead, as far as I know, because I haven't been paying attention to this bullshit, because, I mean, it's 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 literally bullshit. Like, <laughs> do you think, do you think that this story anybody would know about right now if the Lakers or Celtics were in the finals? <laughs> but, shout out to true basketball. Just like the NCAA Final Four this year. Y'all remember who won the championship? Didn't think so. This is going to be one of those years, one of those seasons. But since we are here, I guess uh, we should talk about uh, Jokic. We should talk about Jokic. Um, there's a lot that I want to say about Jokic, and I should have wrote should have wrote it down. But um, since he's in the finals, I'm going to have to talk about him. Well, not have to, but I'm going more than likely going to talk about him uh, for at least the next four, five, six episodes. So with that being said, my take on Jokic is... His stats are undeniable. We've seen quite a few players in the NBA, especially in, within the last, I'll be nice and say 10 years, that have put up amazing stats, monster stats, ridiculous stats, video game numbers, but they just don't really turn into winning. Now, there's a lot of reasons that you could say why the Denver Nuggets didn't win a champ or haven't won a championship yet or Jokic hasn't won a championship yet. <sighs> but I think it's I think it's simpler. I think we're blinded by his stats because at the end of the day, I still believe there's at least two other players that play the position that I would rather have ever than Jokic. But his stats are undeniable. The other guy's stats are pretty fucking good too. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, one of them's league MVP. Well, they're both league MVPs, but one's the reigning league MVP. I we've seen them play against the Nuggets. The Nuggets may have won that game, and yes, at the end of the day, winning is what matters. And the Nuggets, I will say, are a phenomenal team. Team. They have all of everybody knows their role and does their role. And there's no egos, there's nothing there. Now I believe that will change. If the Nuggets are able to win a championship this year because of where I'm going to continue to go with this conversation. Jokic will have your 30 point triple double, 20 point, 20 rebounds, 20 assists. Like he, it, again, it's 
video fucking game numbers. But when you watch the game, and, and I will say Jokic is an amazing passer. He's up there. He's one of the great passers that I've ever seen. So I don't want to diminish from his passing. But when you're watching the game, aside from maybe like, you know, you might see three or four, like, oh my God, that was an amazing pass a game. It's all pretty routine. When he scores, I mean, like, yeah, he is capable of making the three. Uh, he does have moves, but his a lot of his shit is within. And I mean, yeah, he's a center, so obviously, but a lot of his shit is like, you know, right there, offensive rebound, put back. Uh, somebody, you know, made a good read attacking or they're, you know, helping too much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, he gets a lot of easy buckets. And the more buckets he gets, it opens up the passing. And he's a great passer, so obviously he's going to make the pass. And he's a center. That's what, seven foot, six, eleven, seven foot. So, yeah, the rebounds make sense. Like, when you, like, it's like, what if, I know I say it all the time, but what if Russell Westbrook was seven feet tall? And that would be disrespectful to say he would be Jokic because he'd be way more fucking, well, I mean, okay, we won't, we won't just throw on that athleticism because I used to hate when people would do that back in the day. People would be like, man, if I was your size, I'd do da 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 da. I'd be XYZ. Like, nah, you probably wouldn't because you would have been fat for most of your life. So, like, you, 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 like, you know, for you to be that your entire life, you, you know, there's a lot of decisions were made up to that. And those decisions that were made, those are uh, going to stop you from doing whatever it is you think you could do with this size. Sorry. Jokic, minimum, or better yet, the box score definitely. Well, actually, it would it would be it would it would it would be kind of kind of crazy if, if Russ was seven feet tall. But getting off that, getting off that, I'm not wowed. I'm not amazed. Now, everything Jokic does in the game, it's crucial. It's essential. It is needed by his team for them to remain in the game, and oftentimes for them to win the game. But I have, after watching the Nuggets for a little bit, I mean, I'm they played against the Warriors, so I've seen a lot of Jokic, um, and obviously this year in the finals, I mean, they one of the last two teams playing, so we've all seen more of them than we've ever seen um, in general. He doesn't appear to be the engine of the team, and I've seen this a lot. Well, I've seen this in different times uh, recently. Again, I'll say the past 10 years. There's, there's guys that, well, if I wanted to go deeper, but I'm not going to do that. There's guys that are able to just dominate, like like I said with Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's going to get you 30. It's going to be efficient, all that, and it's all needed. They're not going to win the game without his contribution. But it just seems that the winning plays, the winning plays, the momentum plays, the plays that just, it's just, they carry more weight. Those plays oftentimes were, in my opinion, by Russell Westbrook during that OKC run. Um, I'm <clears throat> I'll be nice. So I'll skip that one. Uh Kobe. Y'all already know Kobe. Uh, I mean how I how I personally my you already know what my bias is, but if you just if if all of us, if I remove my bias, if you remove your bias of you know somebody that is on the other side. Or you know believes that it was Shaq because of the three Finals MVPs, then I would just objectively just w it, ask one question: Do you agree that the Western Conference was tougher than the East? The 2000s West was like one of the deepest, like 
it, it, it was the deepest conference in NBA history thus far. You have 48, 59, or 48, 49, 51 teams not making the playoffs. Whereas if they would happen to be in another conference, but I'm not, I'm not hating right now. I'm not, that's why I skipped what I was going to say. I'm just moving on to Kobe and Shaq. If you objectively look at the numbers, if you objectively go back and watch the games, it's clear as day. Who's the engine and who's the car? Now, obviously an engine is useless without a car, but a car ain't going nowhere without an engine. So it, whatever you value, whatever you think is more important, well, I mean, I mean, you, you you need the engine, you need the car, you need both. Well, it's it's on you to decide which one you value more, which one you think is more important. I think it, I think the engine matters. I think the engine is more important. I think the engine is more important. Uh, lastly, since I'm not going to hate right now, um, Magic, Magic was the engine for Kareem for for his those Laker years. Now Kareem still was amazing. Don't don't get me wrong. Kareem still, I think he won like two Finals MVPs. He won well, Magic stole that one, so he won one Finals MVP. But in that Finals, he was amazing. Uh, he was, I think he might have won a League MVP while he was with Magic. He might have won one. I'm not sure, but he he was. Go to BasketballReference.com. Look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's career with the Lakers. I rest my case. But Magic Johnson was kind of the reason why all that shit kind of, you know, bing, 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 bing. Like, you know, it, it, it was nice that, you know, Kareem was Kareem. But, and, and, you know, they obviously drafted well, but Magic was the head of that show. Magic was the engine. When Magic fucked up, Tragic Johnson. Magic comes back and wins it with Kareem shot. Shout out to Kareem. I think Magic, I don't think Jokic is the engine. Of the Nuggets. I think he's the car. I think Jamal Murray's the engine. And if we're just going to talk about this series, Jamal Murray had a pretty good game in game one, if I'm remembering correctly. I think uh, he might have even been a borderline great game. Uh, well, actually, by his, <laughs> this is crazy to say, but by Jamal Murray's playoff standard, it was probably a so-so game. Um, but game two was absolutely awful from him. Well, I say awful, but he still made big shots. Like, again, he, he's the engine. Like, even though he played poorly, but I attribute them losing more so to him playing poorly because, I mean, you could say Jokic played poorly because, I mean, they really need his assist, but also you can only get an assist if guys make shots. So maybe, you know, Jokic was passing Jamal. Jamal just wasn't knocking him down. But when he knocked him down, you felt them shits. So he's going to be needed. He's going to be needed in Miami. Uh, Now, I believe... um, (laughs) So, (laughs) the media's tricked us. The media has tricked us. I should have been talking about this. The media has tricked us. Uh, Gabe Vincent plays hard. Plays hard. Knocks down shots. Max Struess plays hard. Knocks down shots. Kyle Lowry. Vet. Plays hard. Sometimes he knocks down shots. But he's a vet. He, 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 has, he, he provides value. But he's not as young as he used to be. The guards... The guard play defensively, this is not my opinion. This is actually like the, their stats that back this up. As a matter of fact, I think I might even have it right now. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, the Where is it? Uh, I guess I don't have it. Against guards. on the Oh, there it is. Against guards on the season. Miami ain't been great. And... and I mean, 
I, I might have a, a DraftKings addiction, okay? I, I might have a DraftKings addiction, and like, like this isn't this isn't my opinion. Um, like the Miami Heat, like they they play hard, they knock down shots. They can be had by other teams' guards. We we I, I we've seen it all year, and then. So I'm saying this to say like Jamal Murray is in an opportunity to where, you know, he can. And also, obviously, the way that they were defending Jamal Murray kind of tells us all we need to know about, you know, what I'm saying, the engine in the car. Um, <laughs> how they defend you should tell you a lot. But, you know, we, we, you know. Okay. <laughs> but in that same, in that same vein, uh, Jamal Murray. Uh, he got a lot of praise for what he did against the Lakers, and uh, Austin Reeves plays hard, knocks down shots. D'Angelo Russell, well, he he he's he's never been a defender. I've never accused him of being a defender. I never expected him to be a defender. They did need him to score more, and he did not play well. But also in him not playing well, he didn't really have an opportunity to play well. Like let's let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. I mean, if anybody, if anybody, like, I don't understand. If anybody needs a rhythm, needs to catch a rhythm to play, my dumbass, casual, untrained basketball eyes and mind would think that that means uh, that one person that we need to have their rhythm and, you know, get going would be the point guard. You should probably let your point guard play point guard. That's why. (sighs) Some players allow you to be your best self. And some players force you to do what's best for that player. And I, I don't want to go this route and I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to stay on this too long, but it, or, or at all, but it, it's actually funny because like that dynamic, I don't think it, it's, I mean, you can manufacture some, some success out of it, but I think the other, the other way is better Get, getting you to be the best version of yourself, not just doing what's best for that but i'm gonna consciously contradict myself right here because um i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it i was about to be a feminist ally for a second but you know where where there's there's no need there's no need i assure you no feminist is listening to this podcast more of the story um Jokic ain't that ain't that guy, in my opinion. He's great. He's gonna get his numbers, but he's not the engine. He's not the driving force. And I mean, a lot of times the engine and the driving force is not the best player. But when it is the best player, that's and best player is relative. But you know what I mean. But when when they are the same person, that's a superstar. That's a superstar. When your engine is also your car, hey, yeah, you got you got something. Now, uh. I, I guess I should, uh, I was planning on doing a little last pod recap, but the last pod that I would be recapping was the 
pod from last week, not the one that me and Jeff recorded yesterday. And again, I still haven't decided which order I'm going to put these out. So we kind of recapped it on the pod. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, <laughs> we kind of recapped it on the pod, but there was one thing that I wanted to uh, discuss. So the whole, uh, the whole target and Bud light thing that i referenced a couple of pods ago um i i knew a lot more than i let on but uh it it looks like what i was trying to say last pod with jeff um is looking to be true it's looking to be the case um get, never before like we've at least especially the past three four years it seems like but honestly in the past decade it's been a lot of um normalization and accepting and all the other uh diversity inclusion and equity i know it's diversity equity inclusion but i say diversion include diversity you know diversion i say diversity inclusion and uh um whatever the e is i forgot right now equity I say it uh, in that order because I think that's the way that the acronym should be because uh, that's what happens. That's what happens. These um, companies do this and uh, these people have made it their whole entire identity. Um, But the thing is, what they don't understand is these businesses aren't loyal to anybody. They're loyal to money. So it was beneficial to be like, oh, yeah, we're allies. Yeah, like, yeah, this is what you want. This is what you do. Cool, bet. Yeah, for sure. But uh, this whole Bud Light thing is, uh, and again, I mean, if you don't drink beer, and I mean, I don't, I don't really drink beer. No, I don't consider that beer. But whatever. But if you're not a, if you're not an alcohol drinker, you don't, you wouldn't really know or care. I mean, you might know what's going on, but like, it doesn't affect you. Like, you know, it's easy to disagree with something. And there's an opportunity for you to put your belief to practice. But if it's something that you don't consume, then, I mean, it's easy to just abstain. But Target was having the whole swimsuit situation that people were upset about. And a lot of conservative people that frequent targets a lot of those soccer moms and all that like people that go to target uh they were not happy about that now maybe they can get that shit off up north but uh down south they they was not they was not happy about that shit and uh they just said you know what um this store is cool this store is cool i'll go here i'll do that i mean hell if it if it's texas then like target is cool but shit there's a h-e-b around the corner there's an H-E-B around the corner. Like, hey, I'll go to H-E-B. I would, I would, I, I, those, those people, those people, they're, they're not like me. We, Walmart, Walmart is the last fucking resort. I, I, no, no, I don't know. I, no, no, no. I walked into a Walmart the other day, uh, looking for a power cord, uh, it, because GameStop didn't have them. Uh, no, no, never again, never again, never again. Never again. Never again. Hey, if Walmart's your thing, that's your bag. Cool. I just, you know, no, nah. no. Nah. But those people will find another place to go to. And they're doing it. Target sales are down. Bud Light is 
in the fucking tank. They're practically giving their fucking shit away. And now these people are seeing how they are affecting these businesses. And like, oh shit. We actually have power. We can, oh, I thought that we were, I, I thought we were voiceless. I thought they were just allowed to do whatever they want. It was just one way assault. Oh, we found a way. We have our weapon. Them dollars. So now these businesses are like, yo, dog, like, we really going to do this prosto this year? You sure about that? I mean, can we do it on the low? Like, we ain't got to advertise that shit. Like, we really got to change the logo this year? Like, I, at Pride Month is, in my opinion, maybe I'll, I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> this has been the best pride month ever because it's been quiet as fuck but i'm also just trying to put two and two together like why is it why is it quiet like there hasn't been anything i i haven't heard anything well there was you know that whole parade in florida but you know what what's that florida okay i need to i need to look back into what happened with that because i'm hearing a lot of things or remembering a lot of different versions of the story but anyway these people are seeing like, oh, okay, so we we have power. So, all right, um, anybody that tries to you know do that do that uh prize stuff, uh, if they label themselves as them, all right, well, me and me and mine's ain't going there. It's no more. We gonna go somewhere else. And if enough people continue to have that mindset and that idea, these quote-unquote allies is going to start going away because right now i mean it's the, that's the safe thing that's that's just the that's the default that's what you're supposed to say like yeah i'm an ally yeah cool do whatever you want and like the thing is we just keep pushing that default that standard line of acceptance we just keep pressing it and pressing it and pushing it and it was soon we're gonna get to where i said we was gonna be in 2012 2013 soon we're gonna get there and we're gonna get there i just i just you know i i, I want to see I want to see the apologies to R. Kelly. That's what I'm waiting for. That's what I'm waiting for. Now, and 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 here's the thing: because it, all this bullshit is subjective. Because I, I mean, if we're supposed to live in a world where we are what we say we are, and if we going back into the '90s and getting on to people about what they said or whatever in the '90s, then uh, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, if we're retroactively like you know saying what you said in a totally different climate is wrong then who are we to say that your actions was wrong in that climate especially if in this climate we accept it i mean that's literally the same thing that they talk about with drugs all the time they legalize drugs but they got black men locked here locked up behind bars over these drugs it's fucked up oh so i mean they should all retroactively and in some cases they have retroactively been uh released and you know shit like that in some cases i, I have heard that so you know i'm just saying if we keep moving in this direction cool Hopefully we can get a couple of more chapters of Trapped in the Closet. I've been waiting for a long time. I've been waiting for a long time. So, hey, let's just keep accepting this this stuff. Let's see where it goes. Or people look like they're finally putting their foot down. Putting their foot down, man. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with that. Um, I was thinking, but I might need a little bit more time to, you know, work on this one. But, I mean, I was thinking that... um. I was thinking gay, like I, for, for a period of time, gay was the new black, like, and if you were black and gay, then psh, you're out of here. Lil Nas X, the NBA, Odell, like, is, is you, if you're gay, if you're gay and black, psh, the world's yours. I think we could be turning in a new direction. I and it's not a sexuality thing, 
but it's, I mean, we live in the era of identity. And I think the next, the new it identity is being a grow dad. Now, with that being said, I mean, well, I think I'm not going not gonna, to not gonna, not gonna say nothing. not going to say nothing. But grow dad is the new black. I believe that. Uh, the whole grow dad uh, trend or whatever is, in my opinion, it's more so about the erasure of men. Because, oh, well, cool. Like, oh, yeah, you're a girl dad. Oh, you're going to take care of that's your princess and all that. And, like, all the shit that you're obviously supposed to do as a dad. But, like, unless you come through with a son. I mean, yes, you'll live through your daughter. But your name is gone. Your name is gone. We don't know anybody. Like, your, your name is gone. Your name is fucking gone, which is, which is, I think men obviously care about legacy. Obviously, I think more so than women. Women like to say it. Well, the masculine women care about legacy, but women just like to say it. But like, as a man, you understand if you actually like want a legacy, care about legacy, like you, it, it's, it's you, it's you. Now, ideally, if there really is legacy, then you would be in coming in a line of a legacy that is a part of xyz or does xyz or whatever but legacy it's hard to have that legacy without your name like well i mean whoever lebron james dad is like he really fucked that one up but anyway anyway legacy joe jellybean bryant kobe now kobe had all daughters so based off what i'm saying um his legacy was I mean, his basketball career, like, I'm not saying you have to have kids to be remembered and if your career. I mean, his career is his career, but these other guys, not only do they have kids, but they're boys. Their name lives on. Wardell Stephen Curry Jr. No, I mean, Cannon's not Wardell, but Cannon's a fire-ass name. And for his third child to be a boy like that, Cannon has like the, all the signs are there. Cannon is going to be the greatest three point shooter of all time. It's not even close. It's not like it. It's literally like you ever heard of that uh, seventh son of a seventh son or whatever like that shit is. Like how like it's some type of mythical rare being. Like the, if you're the seventh son of a seventh son, like you have basically they are some bullshit. You have superpowers or like not like that, but like basically. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, I forget the guy's name. All-time great, Kansas City Chief. I think he passed this past year. Uh, I mean, he he played long before my dad was born, but still, uh, I know. Well, when I hear his name, I I am able to remember that he was a Kansas City Chief. But anyway, he was a seventh son of a seventh son. Uh, so you know, that's one example. And if you actually look it up, like there there are examples well, of back in the day, and also back in the day they had more kids because you know, unfortunately, they didn't all get to. They didn't all get to make it. But uh, anyway, anyway, girl dads, the erasure, it's, 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 it's a politically correct way to celebrate the erasure of men. I, I believe that. I believe that. And honestly, they say women mature faster than men. And I agree. I don't agree with that. But I do agree that women are infinitely more socially calibrated than men. So with that, I think that um, this could be some type of sick, twisted, evil, evil, 
evil witchcraft mass behind grow dead which is all about celebrating in my opinion again the erasure of men now i mean niggas like i mean niggas i like the whole grow dead thing because i mean you know it's it for whatever reason it's it's the it thing right now being a girl dad so you know and and just just ask yourself why is it how did we get here how did this girl dad become who like it's like i mean i certainly yeah i i, I really want to know when did who wit when how did how did this just become a thing but niggas like it because I mean bitches like niggas with kids. It's it, it like they they actually like it, which is why they don't understand why we don't. Like you know they they don't like they because they actually like like you actually like get points like like hella points just by being a dad. But if you have a girl and this nigga, and I, I mean I, I mean we have so many examples. I mean we had a former co-host, maybe even possibly potential still co-host, just missing co-host. Uh, that you know used to get on here and talk about it all the time so you know and yeah i mean if if any advantage you can get if you can get your difficulty sliders if you can play the sliders if you can go from hall of fame to like all mat or pro or something like psh, psh, anything you can do to get that to level up man anything you can do hey i get it i get it um now i will say this i was under the belief that a uh, boy mom did not exist because i ain't never seen boy mom I ain't never ever 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 and i know some mothers of boys i ain't never seen boy mom i've seen them post their son and like be happy and loving their son and everything like i'm not putting anything on them but i ain't never ever 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 heard or seen boy mom like a part of me got mad for a second. I was like, "Hold on, my mom ain't even done none of that boy mom shit." But then again, like she, I mean, I mean, they, they didn't have social media like that, so I, I, I wasn't mad at her anymore. But I was like, "Hey, say, say, nigga, say, nigga, say, nigga, where your boy mom merch? Like, where your boy mom shit? Like, get that shit off. Like, what we doing? Like, you know, you know, hey, shit, she could have, you know what? Yeah, no, I'm mad now. She could have got that shit off. She would have been so happy with the daughter. She would have been so fucking happy. But anyway, uh, it's just it's. It's just, it's the new trendy thing, man. So anyway, uh, I didn't think Boy Mom exists. And I, I went to Instagram and I just wanted to see the, um, I wanted to see the, uh, I'm, I'm giving you the other side. I'm giving you the other side. Not just this one sided here, you know, I'm objective here and bias, objectively bias, objectively bias, objectively biased. Objectively bias. Probably not. Probably not. That's too many syllables for niggas. But I like it. Hmm. Yeah, it would definitely be the same issue. That's politically incorrect. It's too many syllables for niggas. I need you know what I'm gonna look that up tonight. I'm gonna look that up. I need to know the syllables in podcasts because niggas are just niggas and niggas are never going to change. Niggas aren't going to kill the fucking nigga inside. Niggas are going to always nig and you got to trust niggas to be niggas. So you got to fucking market to niggas the way niggas. Oh, oh shit. I'm potting right now. Um, um, girl dad, girl dad. I was on Instagram and I typed in girl dad and I was expecting to see like 170, 100 million, trillion, billion hashtags. I saw 2.2 million. I was like, huh? Okay. 
I was wrong. I was wrong. But then I was like, well, wait a second. No. Wrong compared to what? Let's see what boy mom is. I bet you won't see shit. They're going to say no results found. Boy mom. Put in boy mom. Uh, has 16 million. Uh, 16 million uh, posts uh, that were tagged with boy mom. Um, so I was, I, I looked at that and I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. I'm in. But then I took it a step deeper. I was like, wait a second. This actually makes sense because it's girl dad, which means the dad would be posting it. And like only the niggas, well, that's the problem. That's kind of, kind of goes full circle with this gay shit. Like, I mean, the gay population is so small, but they have such a voice, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of crazy you know it's like what if the native americans had like a massive voice like that that's i think a pretty fair equivalent you know like what if the what if the native americans had a say and like you had we had to we had to do things to make sure that the native americans were happy and taken care of and all that and like making sure their feelings came before anyone else's like you know it's actually 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 might have might actually accidentally came with a decent example I might have accidentally came through with a decent example. If you're following along. If you're not following along, if you do not think it's a good example, then fuck you. But anyway, Girl Dad is going to be men posting. So they're not. In general, men don't really, like women, women post way more. And when I say post, I'm talking about like fucking like post, post, like, like on your feed. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, like that, like they, they, it, it means more to them. Uh, they, they need to see the likes. So, well, I mean, they also can turn them. Well, you, you know what I mean? But boy, mom, it being 16 million, it made sense. Cause that's women. And, uh, I noticed, uh, I noticed that there were more minorities in the girl dad than the boy mom, which made sense. Because the black community is heavily matriarchal, but the blacks, us, are the culture. So whatever we do makes it, you know, a thing. And like I said, it was a small percentage of the girl dad, or well, smaller in comparison to boy mom. And that's just because I just think the natural difference between men and women's posting habits. But there are more minorities in girl dad. So the black Black men started Girl Dad. Bitch ass. <sighs> the demographic of black men that are the bigger enemy in the black community than the women. Because they're like, it's. If we're really going to peel the layer back. And I, I mean, I'm, I've definitely talked about this before on the pod. I'm not going to really do it again. But like, if we peel the layer back. Anything, all things women do are because we allow them to do things. There's, there's, and this, and this, this makes sense. If we get the masses removed from the Bible or removed from church, removed of any belief, you can, in this country, they say you can believe whatever the fuck you want, just believe something. We have somehow turned that into Satanism, the LGBTQIA plus community, Scientology, uh, Mormons. Well, I, I won't throw Mormons in there because, I mean, well, actually, I don't know what they believe. So Mormons, 
Like, 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 dog. If your religion, <sighs> you know what? If your, you know, I think this is fair. If your religion wasn't around in 1776, it don't matter, and it don't exist. If your religion was not around in 1776, like, like, and and now now the denominations of your faith, sure, cool, whatever. But like, all the denominations of Christianity is still Christianity. Islam's, Buddhist, uh, Catholics, like. That's some long-standing shit. And in this country, you can believe any... We should have did. You can believe any of them, but you gotta fucking believe in one. Because in all the texts that have stood the test of fucking time, this earth is millions of years old. Mankind is millions of years, maybe hundreds of thousands. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But mankind is at least, at, at least 2,023 years. <laughs> at least 2023 years all of mankind believed in pretty much the same type of creation story do you think that's a coincidence that the creation stories from all of the other religions are essentially the same you don't think it's funny how in africa and the pyramids and the hieroglyphics and things like that are similar to the things you see with the Aztecs and the Mayans in South America. You don't think that, you know, it, you sure you it, it's a big ass game of telephone. But if five, six of the major religions all believe some of the same shit, like, come on, man. What, like, what, what, you know, just. But anyway, in most of these fucking books, it was understood that women needed to be cared for. And women needed to be cared for by men. And you need to handle them with care. And in handling them with care, you have to make sure you are doing things that make sure that their well-being is taken care of, they're safe, and they're able to produce you a family. Ain't nowhere in that did it say this bitch needs to go out and get a fucking degree and a job. <laughs> okay, my fault. My fault. I'm tripping. Uh, what, what was I talking about? Um, uh, anyway, so just end with this. Um, so it is around the dog days, but uh, there are some changes. So I don't know how much free time I'll have or want to use. No, we got to. I gotta find a way. You gotta find a way. But uh, last year, uh, Steph won. So you know, obviously, I you know dug deep into NBA history and some of the greatest players and put together a grading system or formula or whatever um, to just grade them on their accomplishments and their achievements. And I uh, did it with other sports and other positions and. I decided to take it a step further this year. Now, I don't know, don't believe, I don't foresee myself doing the whole thing like I did with like the NFL and all that shit. But I did go back 
and individually look at well, probably about 2015, the, definitely the top 10 from the rankings that I did last year, and then probably like the top 15, 20, then a couple of today's players just for context. And I went through that same grading scale, but I did it for their individual seasons. So now I have the greatest players in NBA history. And again, you can have your faults with my scale if you like. But the greatest players in NBA history, given my criteria, grading them on every season that they played in their career. And I was able to see some, I was able to find some interesting finds. Um, but within that, I was able to pretty much see, given my algorithm, my criteria, the top 10, 15, 20 greatest seasons in NBA history. So I think I'm going to share some of that with y'all. I think I'm going to break it. I think I'll just do top. Mm. See, the top 10 most people aren't going to like. So just to, you know, have things that people are going to, you know, still like and be engaged in. And I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to go about doing this, the layout of it, because maybe I'll do uh, the top 10 seasons and then maybe I'll just go into individual players and just do a breakdown of their career, given that criteria. Like we can look at the um, just... It's clear as day, like their high seasons match up with if you go back and look at like, oh, David Robinson, he had, well, okay, I shouldn't have used them. Let me use somebody real. Michael Jordan in 1988, I believe he got MVP, defensive player of the year at 32 points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists, two seals. Like you look at all those things, you're like, yeah, that would probably be like, like probably one of the you know top 10 greatest seasons of all time. Well, let's actually see. And uh, Russell Westbrook, he averaged a triple-double that year, got MVP, yada, yada. I mean, surely that would be great. Well, let's see what it compares to. I will tell you this before we get in. Well, I'm not going to start right now, but I will tell you this. I did notice, and I probably should do Oscar Robertson and Jerry West as well. There were two of the older players that I neglected, and they were actually pretty high up. They weren't in the top 10 of the rankings that I did last year, but they were, you know, definitely top 15. And uh, Oscar Robertson would probably uh, grade out pretty well. I'm interested to see. But um, I averaged. Well, my, well, let's not do that. Let's not say that. What I did notice, though, though was these are the greatest players of all time in NBA history. And some current players, just for context, just to see, like, oh, who's on the trajectory? Who's really doing da-da-da-da-da? You know what I'm saying? There's, there's again, there's some very interesting finds. Like, uh, finding out who had the greatest rookie season of all time, well, you know, well, given my criteria. But, I mean, and the way I'm going to break it down, I mean, you can still disagree. But, like, once you hear everything that that player did that season, it's it's kind of difficult to be like, I mean, or, I mean, that, I mean, you know. But 20. 20 points was the pretty much the line of demarcation. Not sure if I use that correctly, but that was pretty much like the uh, good season. Everything above it was great. And some people were super, super, super great. Um, I'll just spoiler alert. The number one season based off of my scale was Will Chamberlain's second season in the NBA, second or third, whatever season he averaged 50 points, 25 rebounds. Like, I mean, you know, 
spoiler alert. So that that was number one. And uh, he put up Gotti numbers. And I added, like, what I first did last year was just the achievements and what they did. Um, but I decided to go ahead and add in statistical uh, accomplishments because uh, I did that later on when I did it with football players uh, last year. So I decided to redo the NBA players by adding in statistical. And once I added in statistical, like Will went from like fourth or fifth. Well, actually, he was like six, seven, if I remember correctly. It's in the podcast. Go back and listen. Is Steph Curry the greatest player? Is Steph Curry top five or whatever it was around this time last year? But uh, once I added in the stats, Will jumped to uh, number one. So. Uh, Obviously, you got to take that with a grain of salt, but at the same time, we can't fault him for his competition and the pace of play in the game. Like We can't fault him for that because at the same time, like, yeah, he did that and he did this, but today we overvalue finals MVP and Bill Russell, 11-time champion, has zero finals MVPs. Not because he wasn't good enough to win them, because they didn't fucking exist. It didn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter, but for whatever reason we're making like right now conference finals mvp doesn't matter right now i find that funny half the lakers have won the western conference finals and made the finals i think conference finals mvp might actually start to have a little value who would have thought <sighs> but yeah that's gonna be fun because uh this playoffs this finals is ass um like it's at the game the game's actually on right now i'm recording this right now thursday um started around seven um yeah, I'm not, the game's not on. Um, when I get done, I'm gonna, uh, I need to eat something. But for y'all, I need to get this episode out ASAP. So there's also that. The annoying thing about this is going back and having to re-listen to the entire thing. Because I, I don't get the first listen experience that you have and that you get to just disagree disagree or be entertained or just, you know, just kind of being like, where is he going with this? What is he saying? What's going on? I don't get that. I don't get that. I go back and listen and just make sure that um, what you don't need to hear, you don't. That's it. So it sucks for me, but hopefully you enjoy it. Clearly you do because you, you made it 50 minutes into a solo podcast. And you know what, I need to pat myself on the back. And not only pat myself on the back, but um, me and Jeff have, we are able to consistently, you know, get to that number of an hour. But uh, and I, I would, you know, maybe we just might need to do an experiment, you know, and things. I have ideas for something like that, so maybe we'll see. But I just, you know, find it funny that, I mean, I mean, you made it this far if you're listening. Uh, I was able to get off depending on how much I take out, let's just say 45 minutes solo, 45 minutes. So just imagine if I was able to actually complete a thought to get my shit off in the other pod, but don't take my word for it. Cause we talked about that. So yeah, I think I figured out which order I'm going to put these out in. So, uh, yeah, I guess the Jeff episode first and then this one. Yeah. But back to back episodes this week. You're welcome. You love us. Like, subscribe, get Spotify. Don't, don't, don't get Spotify. Don't get Spotify. Don't get Spotify. Um, if uh, just, just don't, just don't, don't get Spotify. Don't get, don't, don't get on Spotify. 